and there was a fan at the foot of the bed blowing up, <laughs> and I wasn't even done farting, and you were already cussing me out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, and I'm like, it's not even completely out of me. <laughs> we're we're about Sometimes three quarters of the way. It's like you'll rip some that make me angry. Yeah, it's a special type of smell. Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am. Hey, hey everybody, we're live. Live as podcasts are. Welcome to the show. This is This Week in Zoltan. That's my head behind my head. Uh, this is episode 354. I think I said that right. And we're here. We're in the digs. I got Mike Albanese on the ones and twos. Here he is. Look, he's here now. Hey! Hey, there's Pe- the big guy. People were talking about, I want to see Mike's face. And then I, I wonder if now there's going to be comments of, we regret it. We, <laughs> we would take it away. For some reason, I, I'm on another show, my podcast, that people are, that I do this with. And yeah. they're like, when I put the camera on me, they're like, I did not think that's what that guy looked like. I'm like, what do I... Sound like? Do I sound like a crazy person? (laughs) Do I look like a crazy person and I sound normal? Which one is it? I do like the differences between my backdrop and your backdrop. You look like you're mailing bombs (laughs) to government (laughs) officials. And I look like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm commenting on... Cartoons. I it's don't know a, what it's I'm a quick commenting. Switch. It's, it's, this. it's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't leave it on me for too long. <laughs> this feels like we're doing a pro wrestling promo. Yeah, a little and bit. And I'm I'm in the professional studio, and you're in the bowels of the building, going, "I'm going to kill you on Sunday." I'm planting a bomb under Vince McMahon's limo. <laughs> And we, of course, have Emma, who, uh, she prefers no camera. She wants to be a voice. No camera for me. No camera for Emma. She just wants to chime in and say hello. I'm just here for the laughs. You're here for the, I need an audience. Because, yeah. honestly, anytime I say something on here, and sometimes neither of you two laugh, and then I get really self-conscious, and I'll be like, oh, dear God. <laughs> and, uh, and I pull back just like if it's a live, a live production. But uh, but it's nice. It's nice. I'm glad Mike's on camera. I'm glad Emma's in the shadows. It's so funny because from my vantage point, Mike is lit up because he has a light on him. And Emma, you are in the darkness. You look like you snuck into the room. That's what it feels like. That's where I like to be. <laughs> she feels like your PR manager. Yes. She, don't say that. Uh, anyway, we had a we had a good week. We just had right before we came in here, we just had a moment that reminded me why I love living in this city. The food is amazing, and you will try something you've never heard of and never seen before, and you'll be like, what the hell is that? You made that? Where'd you get that? Is that, what country is this from? What did we, we went to this place where we've been going the last couple times, Paris Baguette, which you always laugh at how I say baguette, Mm -hmm. because how is it called? I don't know, baguette? Baguette? I say baguette. What do you say, Mike? I would say baguette. Yeah. Or maybe the baguette. But I'm also Canadian, so I don't know. That's a good yeah, point, but you're yeah. closer to the French because you actually speak French. You also yeah. speak Farsi, which Farsi and French share a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I speak white trash. <laughs> so I say baguette. I say French bread. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said we were looking at new Apple watches and Apple has Apple. There's a really expensive Apple watch. It's like twelve hundred and fifty dollars. And I was like, what is this? It's called the Hermes or something. <laughs> and it's <laughs> and she started laughing. She goes, what? And I showed it to her. What's it? Hermes? Hermes. Hermes. Like, what is this, Pee Wee Hermes? <laughs> These guys don't watch now? It's stupid. She laughed at me so hard for not knowing what that... I don't know what that... <laughs> the Hermes watch. <laughs> yeah, this Hermes watch. $1,250 old Apple's up their asses on this one. 
but yeah, we went to this Paris baguette bakery cafe because they have good coffee. And you got a dessert that looked like a churro ball. It looked like a solid loaf of bread with churro seasoning dust, cinnamon, sugar on top. And what was it? A sweet rice donut. Sweet rice donut. It's hollow on the inside. So I watched you bite into it, and my immediate thought was we got ripped off. Did you find it? I yeah. did, yeah. It's something you got to taste, because by the look of it, from the outside look, you're like, that's a lot of donut. Mm-hmm. And then you take a bite, and it's hollow on the inside with, like, chocolate schmear or something in there. There's something in there, yeah. Something good. And when you took a bite, the ball deflated, and it was all air on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, we got ripped off. Like, I, <laughs> I almost got angry, but your face was filled with euphoric delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I took a bite, and I just went, I just started cussing in public. That's when you know something's good. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just start yelling. You just start cussing. People are like, what is wrong with that guy? And I'm like, I just want to know who is responsible. <laughs> who is responsible for making something this delicious? And that is why I'll put up with the people. That's why I'll put up with the subway. That's why I'll put up with the lunatic that makes eye contact with you and mm-hmm. go, I like the way you smell. I'll put up with all of that because sometimes you'll just walk into a random random little spot, get a coffee. Oh, it's that little pastry. And it will blow every brain cell out of your skull. Mm-hmm. Is that the sugar- best food experience you've had since you've been here? No. No, wow. that's what I mean. I feel like we have a good food experience every place we go. Yeah. Every bagel's amazing. Mm. Every, uh, we went to that high-end restaurant, which we really paid for that meal, but that was by far the best meal I've ever had. It was the ones where they give you the little bits of everything. What was it 11 Madison? Uh, uh, a Terra? Okay, that's a good one. Have you been to that? No, I mean, no, but I, I, I know them all. Oh, you know, how do you know them all? <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a big food guy. So, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm a, I, I was a food tour guide for a long time. I had, a, I had a show on Food Network that we filmed, and then it got canceled before it went to air. Really? What yeah, was I this show? It. It's called Epic Food Tour. Okay. Where it was taking, like, stealing people on food tours and taking them on, like, the most insane food adventure that you've ever had. That's awesome. It was really cool. But then they got bought by Warner, and everything went to hell. Oh, and then you got canceled. Now we're here. Now we're here. And now we're in the bunker. Now we're here eating. I, yeah, I had a... Hmm. It's always fun when those don't work out. Yeah. Years ago, I had this idea for a travel show. It was called, uh, it was called Road Hack, where mm. it would follow me around to all these road clubs that I would do, and I would try to enjoy the city on an extreme budget. Sure. And we shot a little sizzle in Seattle where I like go to the market and get all these free samples, go check out the gum wall, take yeah. like a $20 elevator ride to the best uh, the best view. We did all these things. It looked great. And then the note we got back was, can you do it without making fun of everybody and yeah. everything so much? Because you're making fun a little too much. And I'm like, okay. So I reshot the sizzle. And they're like, yeah, it's just not as funny. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to be funny if I'm not going to make fun of what I'm doing. Yeah. Or some guy who spray painted himself gold to scare tourists. I'm going to make fun of that guy. Every pitch meeting I walked into, they're like, let's just start off by saying, we don't want anything about you as a comic. You're on the road. And then, yeah. <laughs> heard it, don't want it. What else you got? That's, a, that's so many meetings I've walked into where that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, well, I guess I'll leave now. They really don't want, I think there's been too much of that because everyone's seen Bourdain and ever, that's the dream job, right? Go what? around the world and eat and drink. Insomniac. And, that's, and, the, that's the, that's that's the, the other one. one. Yeah. Then now you're mixing 
uh, Bourdain with the tell and Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. Without the, for mine, it was more daytime related. Like I right. wasn't doing nighttime drink. God, that show was so funny. Yeah. Did you ever watch Insomniac on Comedy Central? No. He had uh, one of my favorite lines. He went to a goth club afterwards and everyone's like in leather and there's people like there's a woman like cutting like mm -hmm. she's all scarred up and all tattooed and then afterwards he goes he's like wow that was a trip i actually got a phone number but i need a mirror because it's carved into my ass <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good line it's it's one of those lines where i'm That's like perfect. i still remember it That's from perfect. when i was 13 and i was like god i love i love him but yeah. that show needs to be brought back Perf but, but only perfection. by him yes I could, I could Otherwise, see. someone's going to be doing an impression of him. Right. Which is why they never wanted that show again. Exactly. This is, it's not authentic anymore. And every show he's kind of done since then, because I remember they brought back the gong show. Mm -hmm. And then and then they had Dave's old porn, which I never watched, but it was on Showtime, where he would sit down and watch 70s porn with the guests. And then they would have an interview and talk about the porn. And Yeah. Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> Goes well with the Paris baguette. Pairs well with a sweet potato ball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I enjoy the city because there's so much to do. And that's, I think, the best part of not just this city, but going to any city is finding out what's going on over there. Like last week, we were in Minneapolis, mm -hmm. which is by far the friendliest people on the planet. I think Minneapolis, Minnesota. We had someone talk to us at the airport in the elevator and it mm -hmm. creeped us the hell out. It was a morning flight. Mm -hmm. Woke up at three in the morning to get this flight out of JFK to get to Minneapolis. We're in the elevator to go up to whatever and there's some just guy in a coat that's like, hey. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> You're like, nope. No. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. It was jarring. It was jarring and you didn't talk to him at all. I had to do it. <laughs> and I was like, hi. And he's like, are you guys coming home or are you visiting? And I'm like, we are far from home. And that was my way to tell him, this is weird for me. This is in a hotel? No, this is at the airport. At the airport. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, to... in a hotel? Like, no, no, I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just I just staycations in Minneapolis. <laughs> Shut up. Also, the fact that you want to talk to people after you've landed home from a trip abroad no, or good. from afar. Like, mm -hmm. isn't that the most tired you've ever been? Where you're like, I just want to get to my bed. I want to get home. This guy was like, hi. And I was like, uh, no, we're far from home. He's like, I got a two-hour drive to get back home. And I was like, and that's what I said on stage. Where it's like Minneapolis, Minnesota's really nice, but Minneapolis, the people that live in the city proper know how to be nice but keep it from being creepy. Yeah. But the further you get away from the city, the like the that's the epicenter of normal of nice. And then this guy was two hours outside of that, so he was he was like the kind where he's like, hi, you know. And you're like, no, 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 oh no, oh no, because from our end. It just feels like we're being sex trafficked or something. You're like, this is how it starts. Yeah. This is how it starts. We were going to go to a show, and then this guy wants to show me his pickup truck. He's like, what do you want? Yeah, next thing you know, my passport's missing, and my credit cards are gone. Uh, and Liam Neeson's on the phone. Yeah, my Hungarian mother's on the phone. I have a special set of skills. I have, very I have a very special recipe with cabbage. I don't know how that's going to help the situation, but I'll write it down. I, I, this is how it works. I eat cabbage. I come to your home i fart everybody <laughs> leave i find my son and we go there's no violence but you will be in trouble i will make extra for you because <laughs> i am a good guest <laughs> that is something we did do a lot in minneapolis we were ripping we were ripping some at least i was 
left, right, and center. Speak for yourself. No, I am speaking for myself. It's one of those where <laughs> you ever, I know this is gross, but you ever, this happened at, a, I think it was at my old place. I had a fan by my feet and or it was one, it was a situation Oof. of one of our old places where it was hot and we didn't have air conditioning and there was a fan at the foot of the bed blowing up, and I wasn't even done farting, and you were already cussing me out. (laughs) You were like, like, oh my God, and I'm like, it's not even completely out of me. We're we're about three quarters of the way. it's like, you'll rip some that make me angry. Yeah. It's a special type of smell. Sometimes I'm mad. Sometimes I'm mad. Sometimes I'm in a hot shower, and something will come out of me, and I'm like, damn, what? Should I go to the, like, Sometimes, just like depending on the food I eat, whatever, just not just the stench, but the heat that is coming out of me. I have a feeling like if I was in a hospital, they would at least keep me overnight for observation. <laughs> like they'd be like, listen, we can't in good conscience of medical society let you go home. Just you might die. We're worried. About one of my it. early bits was you ever have to courtesy flush yourself <laughs> you're, in, you're in your own toilet and you're like oh do something about that <laughs> oh that's me sorry remember when your mom said something about the recipe oh yeah my mom is all fart jokes and it's on on like that's the only memes she sends me yeah. on or like little reels on instagram it's all just like people farting and stuff and uh she told a story about being at work and someone farted and she goes it was so strong i could Taste the recipe. (laughs) Which is such a great line where I'm like, did you make that up? Did you hear that on a show? And uh, she was so proud to make Mm -hmm. us all laugh that she just, it's like that Doug Stanhope joke where she just kept tagging it. Mm -hmm. And she was like ruining her last words. Mm -hmm. Even though it wasn't my mother's last words, but it was Stanhope's mother's last words. Yeah, your mom's the funniest person. My mom's way funnier than most people I've ever, my mom's just, yeah. She's the funniest mom out there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime they have one of those mom's unhinged shows or like (laughs) mom's on the prowl. Like, Like, no, dude, none of you. And I hate that when like non comedians go, I got a I got a non comedian that's funnier than all comedians. Mm. But my mom is funnier than all those mom show comics. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, not even close. Because they're never talking about their mom, they're always talking about their friend who like yeah. wears their hat funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, or okay. like my my daughter called me old <laughs> or or I'm single and I'm dating. Oh hey. that goes crazy. <laughs> I'm a cougar. And it's a lot of that. And my mom's like, I fought from boiled kibbutz. <laughs> you're like, oh my God. That's 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 way funnier. Um Are you making cabbage? Hey, three days ago. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> some about you know, and some people say that's lowbrow humor and I say, you're wrong. There's I remember one of the best advice pieces of advice I got from a comedian. I don't know, he doesn't even do comedy anymore, but my buddy Joe Charles, he goes, remember, man, nothing you say up there will ever be funnier than a fart. Mm, and that's so true. true. You could have the best joke about the most topical thing that's happening in the moment, connects to something that happened in the room, and you could destroy the room. Next second, someone in the front row could let out a long, wet ripper, and you they forgot what you said because they're already dying laughing at that. Mm. We've stopped arguing because of a fart. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah, so we're in a heated argument and one of us just burnt and then you're like, well, this is done. Do you ever do you ever do you ever mark them? Like do you ever mark a fart? What's That's the- my favorite way to to in the middle of an argument is go 
is to say, uh, I'm going to switch to my camera for this fart joke. Is that okay? <laughs> yes, please. I'll, I'll be in the middle of an argument. i be like, okay, but, but first of all, have you even considered this? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make it, I'll make a point because then it, there's nothing. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a fart. <laughs> it's just a fart. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I noticed about you? You're constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's perfect. That's the, and that's timing. Yeah. That's what comedy it's is. Comedy. It's uh, punchline plus plus timing and ten percent what you say, ninety percent at when you fart. Yeah. We- <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, but that's uh, that's that's my style of comedy. It's highbrow, highbrow, highbrow farts. Farts are so good. and they're so good. I have a fart board. Do you really? Yeah, fart of sound different effects. noises. Yep. Let's grade them. Give me, give me one. I'll tell you if I've had this Here one or when was the last time I've experienced this fart. Let me turn it up so the audience can hear it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's fart with reverb. That's a good one. That's me a lot. <laughs> Whoa, that's, <laughs> that was wet. <laughs> that's me in the shower. That's, that was labeled wet fart. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Among Us Screaming. Among Us! That... That was a bad one. I'll be honest, if that comes out of your ass, you better be in the hospital. If not, you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm getting woozy. How many? How many? How many? I can't breathe. How many? How many people have tuned out at this point that where they're like, are so they happy. really? This is our most highbrow episode. We've been talking episode. about farts for a really long time. It's, if you think about it, it is oh at gosh. least 30% of all of our conversations. Yeah. And if they don't start that way, they will end up there because of A, A B, or C, which is fart. Uh, yeah. Just for reference, that last one was called nuclear fart. <laughs> <laughs> or nuclear. I don't know how to say it. but Nuclear? Nuclear. Nuclear. Clear. I remember Bush got made fun of by a high school teacher of mine because he said it the wrong way. And he was like, the president called it this, but it's actually that. And I'm the only reason I'm not giving the examples because I don't know if it's nuclear or nuclear. <laughs> Either way, that teacher's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. He was the same teacher that I remember this guy, Mr. Felker. And he was, you ever meet, you know, like those kids that take karate classes and they have that weird confidence about them because yeah, they're yeah, eight yeah. and yeah. they took karate. Have you ever seen that in an adult? In an adult that takes karate still as a 40-year-old man and is like... And they're still a red belt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the instructor. They, had, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they, did, they didn't open a an gym. An adult that does karate that's not the instructor. Yeah. That's a movie. <laughs> I th- that's who he... I th- yeah, that, that needs to be a movie. But that was his personality. He was just like really confident. He was funny. But also, if you said something funny... That wasn't even about him, but it, he just didn't have the laugh. He didn't appreciate that. He wanted to be in control like a sensei, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a sensei. And he, I remember he drove a, a Porsche Boxer. Remember those? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were, they were pro- popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. And But I remember he said that. He made fun of President Bush, which I didn't care about. But then I remember one time he said this thing like, is it fair that a professional athlete gets paid more than me? And I didn't. I'm like, yes. Are you kidding? Yes. The teacher said this? Yeah, the teacher said this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, You're no one's buying a ticket to watch you do this. Yeah. 
No one. No Can one. Sell tickets, buddy. Yeah, keep yeah. it. Keep ninety percent. <laughs> keep the door. You got a ninety ten split on this, buddy. Do what you can. I, I keep the door. Like I, I remember that. And that's not to say teachers aren't important. They're super important. But like this guy wasn't the best. I had a lot of teachers growing up, and he wasn't. He's not top ten. That guy. Man, I hope he doesn't watch that because that's mean. But you need to come down a little bit on your karate attitude. A little, yeah. a little heavy. Yeah, but have you thought about... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best response. <laughs> that would have been the best. How come a professional athlete gets paid more than a teacher? And then I'm like, have you thought about... <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's all right. Have you thought about... <laughs> that's fun to do it that oh, way. It's funny every time. I'm going to keep it loaded, so if you ever fist pump, you're getting one. I appreciate it. Well, I will say this. If anyone is offended by the gas humor that we've done, I just want to let you know from the bottom of my heart, you are wrong. You are wrong. Absolutely. If you aren't taking time out of your day to laugh at passing gas, or you, then you are living life completely backwards, and uh, you really let it go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> that's so fun I, uh, but anyway Minneapolis wonderful show the people were incredibly polite and kind they're so nice that they don't even yell when there's bad service we went we stayed at the super nice hotel the Emory uh, downtown it was such a nice hotel that we didn't leave the hotel because the hotel had a bar and restaurant in it it had a coffee shop in it in the lobby and it had a huge lobby space where we like stayed and worked on our computers mm -hmm. so we never left the hotel we were only there two days so it's not saying much but I, I i've stayed at a fairfield inn where they didn't have any of those things Oof. and i never left and i just uber eats jimmy john's in um but the uh that hotel was super nice they had a high-end coffee shop in there but the second day we went mm -hmm. they had a barista that was like the worst you ever see someone at their job, and even though it's a job you've never done, you're watching them do it so poorly, you have tips. Oh, yeah. You're like, I this is not good, the way you're doing that. She would make each drink individually. Mm -hmm. So like, if three, three guys in front of me ordered iced lattes, they were all three different iced lattes, but she made one individually, walked over, put the powder in, walked over to the other, put the ice in, instead of just take it all with you. Yeah. And it, But no one said anything. There's a line 50 deep. It takes her to like a solid... Three minutes to make a single drink. It was longer. Like, it was five minutes for each drink. For each drink, yeah. Because yeah, they had real high-end drinks that were more intricate. And she was just a young, you know, she looked nice. It was just her first job, probably. And there was all these adults with their luggage. They had just checked in or they're checking out. They have stuff to do. No one said anything. Everyone's just over there going, yep, this is how long coffee makes. And, I, and I'm like, we did no, like th this would never fly in any other city. No, God, any no. other city, there'd be a guy in the back of the line cussing. And nobody in particular just, ah, damn it. Like, just just something. Yeah, and everyone was just polite and waiting. And it took me a solid 30 minutes to get us a drip coffee. And uh, I forgot what you got. You got a, a midnight. A black eye or something? A black eye, mm -hmm. yeah, which it's a coffee drink. It wasn't domestic violence. Should have uh, been what the barista got for going so slow. <laughs> hey, <-o>. hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone was just super polite to the point where we actually had an, have you ever had an audience member have a medical emergency during mm -hmm. a show of yours? You have? Yep. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I've only had seizure. Seizure. Wow. I had a seizure during a show. And then you guys had to stop the show. Was it, were you on stage? I was. Yeah. How far into your set? Half. Halfway Enough in. to where I could recover because it was, they understood who I was at that point. So it right. was like, 
and they came back in for the end. Like they were fine. It, they, it was like a normal thing for them. It was you know. Oh, this person has seizures on the. They regular. were a seizure person. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Wow. But they called the ambulance in the hold. No. 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 The friend was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And they like drug him out and people were like freaking out. But then he came back in and he was fine. Oh. Big, big applause break. It was good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the, this one. Uh, to be clear, not for me. They applauded him for coming back. I didn't want yeah. to suggest that I got an applause break. I don't think anyone was thinking that. Crush, bro. <laughs> but I love that's how insecure comedians oh are. God, like, yeah. I really got to make this clear. They weren't clapping for me. They were clapping for the injured person. Oh, dude, speaking of, and speaking of coffee, a friend of mine works at the coffee shop around the corner, comic, great comic. Yeah. And I didn't know he worked there. And I saw him come in to work. And I was like, oh, you work here? Oh, that's so cool. I go, make me a coffee. Joking. Yeah. Two weeks, it's been sitting on my brain. I'm that like, that I can't was believe rude. I said. I told, I hit him up. I go, dude, I'm so sorry. He goes, you know, it's crazy. He goes, I understand completely what you're talking about, but I never thought two seconds of it. But it's been, <laughs> it was brewing in me for for weeks. I actually said a similar thing to somebody where I said, oh, you're getting engaged. Oh, I hope she doesn't say no. And then uh, I said that jokingly. It was another comic. And then the rest of the try, yeah, the rest of the drive back, uh, the rest of the train ride back. I'm like. Well, I ho- he he took that the right way, right? Like he knew I was joking. I, I think he's a great guy. I don't think anyone would say no. And so yeah, that's. I think that just means you're a good person. Maybe. And you're like, I was just being funny. I hope that doesn't that doesn't piss him off. But yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting real liberal with this soundboard here. <laughs> just, you know. If there were this many farts in audible farts too, in everyday yeah. life. I think all the wars in the world would end. It's possible. I, yeah. Like if, if some, like think about a guy with like a rocket launcher on his shoulder and he's like, that way boss. And before he hits go, it's. Sorry, sorry, sorry. An, an ad came up. Do it again. <laughs> Wait, there's ads on the. <laughs> you're telling me you're not paying subscription. You're not paying no. monthly for, no, 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 for no. ad free farts. <laughs> you gotta be... <laughs> Did we just start a new podcast? Ad free farts. I can't believe you know what I just thought of someone is going home for Thanksgiving and they make money because they run a fart app that makes ad revenue Mm -hmm. and they get to explain that to grandma and grandpa at the dinner table how does Joey make money well he has a subscription based model but he makes ads off of uh, flatulence (laughs) (laughs) That's a Thanksgiving, I don't normally have pumpkin pie, but I just had half a one. <laughs> I am lactose intolerant, but somehow I had whipped cream. And yeah, that's a, uh, my aunt put creamer in my coffee because she, <laughs> she thinks almond milk's for gays. I'm like, okay, well, sorry. Hey, I've seen one gay person drink almond milk, so I mean, based on that one <laughs> yeah, experience, yeah. I guess she's 100% right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had a, a faint, uh, a, it was weird because... Every every noise made everything made noise in that room. That place we performed at, like every time a glass dropped, it made a big thudding thing. Someone dropped their phone, huge thud. And then I was in the middle of a joke, and then I just heard a giant thud. And I was like, "Oh, did someone fall?" And they're like, and then I, I could tell it was serious. And I was like, "Is is everyone all right?" And I just hear a woman's voice go, "No, nothing <laughs> is all right." And then, and then I was like, "Oh, can we put the house lights on?" And it's bad. And so I didn't know what to do. And I'm still holding the mic. Obviously, I'm going to make this about myself. Sure. Yeah, because I was there. and But there was a man down. 
and thankfully we had a, a nurse and a doctor in the audience, which made me feel really good about my comedy to know that a doctor and a nurse would come to my show, mm. that they think my comedy is highbrow enough when sure. it's this much fart, you know? <laughs> I can't. I'm literally waiting. I know. I got my I hand know. on the button. You got a, he's got an itchy trigger finger. Oh, yeah. Now, now, you're like, you're like a police officer that should have been thrown off the force oh, yeah, a long time yeah. ago. He's like, I got an itchy finger. I got to, I got to get the bang bangs out. But, um, but yeah, we had to stop the show for, it felt like a long time, but I actually looked at the footage. It was 25 minutes. Oh, wow. It felt way longer, though. It felt like we stopped the show for 45 minutes. Oh, wow. But that means that those the EMT showed up they so, were so fast. fast yeah. Someone made a call. This, they showed up. They ship him out. But this is how nice people in Minneapolis were, are. As they're shipping this guy out on a gurney, they're pulling him past me, and I kind of give him like a nod. I feel bad for him. And he's like, I'm sorry for ruining your show. And I was like, Thank what? you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what what are you talking about? Dude? You slip him a ten percent off an album <laughs> card. This one's for you, buddy. I you know what else crossed my mind? Mm. I was gonna give him a free t shirt, but then I'm like, How cheap is that? He's getting pulled out in a gurney and I just put a Zoltan by the way, my shirt is my name with the cat licking its ass. Mm. And it's like and then I just put that on his chest. He's like, This is for you, buddy. This I hope this brings you a lot of joy while you get this ten thousand dollar Uber ride to the hospital. Jesus. Uh but then I had to go restart the show and I was doing a bit about my testicle pain when this guy passed out. And so I went up there and my first line was, so my testicle. And I just went back (laughs) into it and the place erupted. And then we got back into the show and the show ended up finishing really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've never, I've only done two shows where someone's had a medical emergency, but that was the first time I was on stage for Mm. it. I was at a show once where the headliner went on. It was in La Jolla, super rich neighborhood to San Diego. It was at a house. It was the La Jolla Rotary Club. And I did a set in this backyard of this mansion. And then Mark Christopher Lawrence, I don't know if you know that guy. He was in the movie, uh, the show Chuck. He was Big Mike oh, okay. in the yeah, show yeah. Chuck. Uh, he was on stage five minutes into his set. The host runs up and goes, excuse me, is there a doctor in the thing? And thank because it's La Jolla and the Rotary Club, most of the audience was doctors. <laughs> And some old man like uh, had a seizure or passed out or something. And then the show ended, and we just kind of meandered out. And we were all like in shock. And then all those people know each other, and nobody cared about this old man. They they, they were like, ah, don't worry, he'll be fine. This is the third time this has happened. Was, he was like 94, oh, and he's God. still showing up to stuff, flopping down. And then they got to cart him out, and no one, everyone's like, yeah, he'll be at the next one. Bill. <laughs> that is kind of the energy because I worked at a retirement home for four years and anytime someone went down like I saw multiple people have seizures I saw multiple people fall down and people get right back to business pretty quick and I'm talking about the, the residents mm-hmm. like the other old people they're like oh yeah Margie had a Margie had a stroke we'll see her next week and everyone's like it's so uh, I don't know like it's kind of like when you and I when one of us has a fart <laughs> Like, like the, <laughs> I literally haven't moved my finger this whole time. The elderly, so <laughs> the elderly are so used to having medical emergencies amongst their own kind that they just they they bounce back just like we do from a fart. Oh, no. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, <laughs> sorry. That, no, that's a that was a. I like it when farts sound like a question. 
That one sounded like a, like what? You know, <laughs> that's, that's also a, an old bit of mine. <laughs> yeah, one fart. Every time like you a... have two two farts, the first one asks the question, the second one answers it. <laughs> so I was, huh, huh, oh, look at that. <laughs> that's a, it's a very inquisitive asshole I have. Huh? <laughs> 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 it is funny. I always think about. You know, because like, there's the science people, and then there's the God people that we were created by God. And I always think of those moments, like when someone farts or like someone gags on something. Like I was at the dentist, and they're doing this high end, and I kept gagging just from the way they were doing it. And I was like, God, God made that. God, God wanted me to freak out a dental hygienist and a dentist by going, <laughs> and they're like, Oh my God! <laughs> like I'm sorry, the hose, and then. Me, you wanted me to fart in the lobby of this Marriott, you know? Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> Build a little stress in your heart. I don't know. Um, what else have we done? What else have we worked with? Oh, didn't you? We, what did we do last night? We watched, uh, it made me so angry because we watched the new season of Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got angry because I wasn't in the right frame of mind for it. Mm. You ever do that? Where you watch something right before something else, and the other thing was too heavy mm. that you can't enjoy the dumbness yeah. that is that. We watched the new uh, Mark Ruffalo's in it. It's like about World War Two. Do you see the ads on Netflix? It's like where there is no light or something. Something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. But it's about a. It's about World War Two in the forties in France. There's all uh, the light we cannot see. All the light we cannot see. We watched an episode of that. It's a four episode series about a woman who has a, a blind woman who has a podcast during World War II. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty much that. Like she's doing a radio show, giving out, trying to find her dad. She's a blind woman, a blind girl. <laughs> so just announced in France is uh, just invaded Poland, but uh, stamps.com. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. And but it was such a heavy topic: World War II, Nazis are bad, bombs, sadness, people starving. And then we watched that for an hour. And then you're like, "Oh, let's watch the new episode of Selling Sunset." And it's just like, "Boo, boo, 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 I'm working. Isn't my job hard?" And you're like, "None of these women." I'm so stressed. I'm so upset. They just put a mansion tax in California. California. Who's gonna move all these mansions? And I'm just like, there's people that died in Germany. Like, like I was not in the mood to have. You know what it is? It's because I know they don't. I know it's a reality show, so none of it's real. I know they don't work, and for some reason that made me angry. Because I just like these women are so dulled up. They got the fake bolt-ons, and I just and they're all dressed up like they're from Fashion Week. They're wearing wild clothes. Like this one girl had a purse that was a basketball with chains around it. Sure. Said Chanel on it. Sure. And and she's like, No, it's legitimately a basketball, which made me angrier. It wasn't even a hollow basketball you could put a cell phone into. It was just a basketball with chains that she was just whipping around. And I'm like, There's no way that woman's getting out of her car to set up sandwich boards for the open house. You know, like at the street corner going, Oh, we're going that way. She's dealing analytics on yeah. Facebook ads. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Oh, let's go see if my park bench ad is set up. Like, no. There's none of that. And I was so angry. We only made it 30 minutes into the hour episode where I'm just like, I'm going to turn this off before you throw the TV out the window. Yeah, yeah really. 10 minutes. but 10 minutes? That's how long? I, I thought I lasted 30. <laughs> you know what was the kicker? They put a TikTok uh, guy, kid, he was 20, this kid named Josh Richards or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you for leaning in to let me know you didn't know. But this TikTok guy was on the show as a potential client to buy some $26 million house. And I was like, who the hell is this kid? You know, and he's like, he, and they're like, how old are you, 21? He's like, oh, I'm actually, I'm 20. And then I Googled him. And he only started TikTok in like two years ago, like 19, 2019. And he's a bajillion. Are you reading about him? I see you not shaking your head in disgust. No, I'm, 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 I just, yeah, $7 million home he was looking to buy. Yeah. This is crazy. It's crazy. And I was like, I got mad. And Emma's like, why are you mad? And I'm like, wow, that guy doesn't have that money. I'm sure they just put him on the show. Because, you know, to boost everything, he's popular, he'll make other people. And then we looked it up, he actually does have all that money. And why does that make me mad? You know why it makes me mad? Because my mom cleans hotel rooms. <laughs> That's why it makes me mad. And then, not because I have a job. I'm lucky this is all fake, and I'm able to pay the rent with it. But something about that kid, I just want to I wanna live long enough to be around for the downfall where he has to do the documentary. We're like, oh, I'm working as an Uber driver now. I'm like, good, they good. Will. They will. Yes. A lot of them will. Oh, if they don't, there is no God. <laughs> <laughs> and the mood has lightened. But yeah, all, all that kind of, it reminds me of the Bill Bird joke that he did on his first Comedy Central Presents, where he had a bit about watching um, MTV's Cribs where he had to watch like Britney Spears, like some 19 year old musician live in like some 18 bedroom mansion while he was in a studio apartment in, in New York, like as a 35 year old, you know, struggling to make ends meet. And I'm like, yeah, life, life, uh, really not that fair. Mm -hmm. Life's weird, man. Yeah. And you slowly, we talked about this in the last episode where you slowly get out of touch where I was like, you know, you, you're here, and then the moment I get into the lounge, I'm like, yeah, we should uh, yeah, yeah. get some less people in this lounge. <laughs> it, you brought up the thing. You found it on social media, Mindy Kaling from The Office. She posted a picture of a salad she brought on a flight, and because she was in first class in the pods and because the salad was tuna, they destroyed her in the comments. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> she brought canned tuna Can to a first First class flight. With the, she brought a can? She no, no. It she, was a canned tuna salad. Oh my God. Tupperware. That she had made at home in Tupperware. It's despicable. Yeah. Despicable. She Purely brought, and, despicable. And people in the comments destroyed her for, one, bringing stinky food onto a flight. Two, uh, bringing your own food on a first class flight. And uh, Three, and making us think that it's that which made her lose weight and not the Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what offends me more than anything. No, it's my new Dianexos. Oh, really? In six months? Thanks. Is that the one where you shoot it into your yeah, fat? Yeah, once a week. I would oh do it. My God. I'm going to the doctor in like two weeks, baby. Oh, you really? I would love to get it. I'm, I have it an expensive? appointment I'm going to ask. I don't know. Oh. But I know a lot of people. My sister lost 40 pounds on it, and she's been off of it for seven weeks, and she's still losing weight. Wow. Wow. Didn't yeah. uh, I remember Carlos Mencia lost a bunch of weight like 10 years ago, and it came out that he was... Before this Ozempic thing, I guess you could shoot hormones into your body that women naturally develop after they give birth. Apparently, there's a hormone that women excrete after they give birth to help them lose the excess sure. weight. And he was shooting that into himself, so he Good lost it, but it didn't stick around. He got no. he got big again. And, and he uh, started milking. He started milking? <laughs> I don't know. Afterbirth hormones? <laughs> Who knows what the hell's going on with those things? <laughs> he started having postpartum depression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Ozempic, that is probably, that is what everybody's doing. It's got to be. I feel like I get it. I just want to hit some Ozempic in the love handles, in the tits a little. 
and I'll be good to go. I just Can you? Is it a 50. Is that how you do it? You sh- no. you stab it into the problem areas? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Happens. <laughs> that's how it should work. Yeah. You're like, I just like. There's so many dudes I saw on the flight today or the last flight where I'm like, I'm just gonna shoot it into my jowls and get this meat. Can I get to the opposite Ozempic from my dick? <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry for the cursing. <laughs> people know. People people thought. You know what they? You know what they don't tell you is that there's a huge side effect with Ozempic that they don't talk about. What well, I. I could see it on his eyes. <laughs> I telegraph for sure. You know what they don't tell you? I'm an indicating son of a bitch. You, say, you, you, uh, you played your hand there. I did. I, I or led your hand, whatever the yeah. saying is. But yeah, Mindy Kaling, she got a bunch of trash for it. And she seems, I don't know her, but she seems like a nice person. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she seems like a good-hearted sweetheart. And she's probably just, I think what happened to her is she's just been rich for so long. And she's yeah. been flying, and I can see this. She's been flying first class for so long, and 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 going to the lounges for so long that she's like, I got to eat healthy, and this food's not that healthy. I'm gonna make my own salad at home. Mistake she made was one tuna. Don't bring your stinky food onto anything. Bland, bland. Don't bring any food it's like that has fish at the Just office. Just don't bring fish in. Yeah. Well, not also that. I've been on flights where people will bring in a pizza. Like they'll Fine. buy. I don't know. Compared to tuna, sure, but like now I want pizza, and but now I'm going to be given you, a Biscoff cookie. You're out of touch. That not only did you bring the tuna, but you posted it with no thought that that would be a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. where that's where you lose it, because then yeah. now you're posting about it, and now you're and then now you're like, why does everyone hate me? But I can also see her end of it, where like, I'm sure she's at a at a brunch right now, going. I just posted a picture of my salad, and people told me to go jump off a bridge. (laughs) Fort, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was the timer. That was some inside baseball. Sorry, yeah, I was trying to do it in In indiscreetly. Well, we got we got a couple more minutes. You know, yeah, yeah. I was just giving you an indication. I I appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't know we would spend that much talking about farts, but we really did. Mm. You know, I like that. One of the things uh, you played sports in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Emma was quite the athlete. I've heard. Uh, still is, but in the you know high school days, I uh, I was not, but I played, but not well. And then a couple weeks ago, when we were in Toronto, you told me the story. We drove by a high, uh, middle school that you played basketball at. You were you guys were the yeah, visiting team. I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade, yeah. and I laughed so hard at this. Apparently, she was on the basketball team at halftime. I didn't know they did this, but they named you the team captain. At At halftime, yeah. Yeah, because you guys were winning so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, they named her the team captain. Right as the second half starts, Emma, for some reason, (laughs) takes a half-court shot, makes it into the wrong goal. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most embarrassing story. I can't believe we're saying this out loud. You made it, though. (laughs) Yeah, you made it. It's first of all, it's their fault for switching the goals. Like yeah. you, you should have told me, I'm team captain. I need the information. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to give me the heads up. And I laughed so hard. And then I asked you, and I kind of forgot the answer. Did you guys end up winning the game? No, we lost. That's beautiful. Yes. By three points. By three, by three. <laughs> and I love, I love that story because it's so. I mean, I think we've all. I'm sure you have, but I've had. I haven't. I was never named team captain to anything ever because I was never athletic enough to even be put in that position. But I think one of the closest I had is in freshman football. 
to get the strap on your helmet, the stripe, mm. they called it a hitting stripe. You had to earn it. Yeah. So you had to knock the crap out of somebody to get it, either in practice or in a game. And we were coming up to a game uh, where I'm like, most of the team had their hitting stripe, and I was one of the guys that didn't. And I was like, I want this hitting stripe. I was on kickoff return. And uh, as we were returning this kick, I remember just seeing this kid who lines up. He's coming right at me, and I'm like, this is it. I'm going to get my hitting stripe. I'm going to cream this guy. And then before I finished the thought, everything went black. And all I heard was I could hear the crowd go, oh! (laughs) And then I woke up on the ground, and someone had stepped on my hand. So not only did I get, and it looked like I broke my finger, like there's a big uh, bump that was red and grotesque coming out the side of it. And apparently I, I did not win that war. I... My friends told me I was I was launched in the air. I crashed with this guy. He put a shoulder in my chest. My feet went up, and I just fell straight down. And then someone else stepped on my hand. <laughs> that is football. You woke up to somebody else getting their second stripe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I woke up to... I didn't even see the kid who hit me. It was one of those hits where I'm like, I don't even know who yeah. did it. I knew who I wanted to hit, but I don't even know if that was the guy that creamed me. And... Uh, uh, I just, I don't know. I've had, first of all, I had more than one of those moments where it was, I thought it was going to be my time and then just absolutely embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever have anything? I feel like you played football in high school, Mike. Yeah. I mean, I, I played my senior, junior and senior year cause I played baseball my whole life and then track mm. and field. And then I started playing football, hated every second of it. So I was big and didn't know what to do with my body so that was a dangerous combination for people around me yeah because i just run and hurt people and (laughs) not even know it i was like i don't know what i just did yeah that's what i wanted to do i wanted to hurt people and be so cool i just wanted to be there was a kid freshman year his name was ronnie cop and he was like probably the toughest kid i've ever seen in any of the schools i went to i remember in middle school when i first saw him he beat up two kids at once uh because they just jumped him in the lunch line and they attacked him and he destroyed both of them yeah and then i remember for freshman football we had to show up to get our pads and he showed up with a girlfriend a baby and a cigarette <laughs> he was 14 <laughs> his freshman year he had a baby at 14 and he's smoking a cigarette holding this baby to get I our pads it. and i'm like that guy is the same as us <laughs> and i remember uh his uh in the middle of the football season about week five you get your first quarter grades or trimester grades Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a 2.0 you can't play sports and he had like a 0.4 so like he wasn't they were going to cut him from the team and because he was such a a wild he played defensive line somewhere probably defensive end or tackle and he was so good he asked coach he's like can i play running back for like a drive and they're like sure because it was his last game and they were scared of him and they were scared of him yeah i mean he had more kids than the coach like (laughs) (laughs) like, this kid was terrifying and they gave him his the trimester ball. score was fourth <laughs> yeah. because of the kid. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but they they let him play running back for a whole series, and he scored. He ended up scoring. A, he was gonna score a touchdown. Like he wasn't outrunning anybody, but he was destroying kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time I ever saw a roughing, uh, unnecessary roughness call on the ball carrier <laughs> against a kid who was trying to tackle him. That's funny. 
this he was running up the sideline. He had broken up to the side, running up the sideline. This kid comes to tackle him. He holds out his arm, clotheslines this sure. kid that's trying to tackle him, knocks his helmet off. That kid goes flying, and the refs throw the and they're like unnecessary roughness. My coach is like, he's the ball carrier. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ronnie didn't care. He has a cigarette under the <laughs> under the helmet. He's like, ah, you know. I, but what a he scared me. He was the reason I got a rib protector. I'm sure. Yeah, because we were doing this drill where you had to run diagonally and the other person tackles you. And for some reason, I would always keep track to see who I'm lining up against. And someone moved last second. Mm. And then I'm like, it's me and Ronnie. I'm like, ah, damn it. And he put his face mask right on my ribs and took me down. And then the next week, I took my mom to Sports Chalet. And I was like, I need a rib protector (laughs) that like quarterbacks (laughs) wear. Like no other position wears a rib protector except for quarterbacks. I played tight end. And and so I couldn't even get in my stance because I had my <laughs> I had my shoulder pads and then a rib protector here. And then when I'd bend over to get in my stance, the bottom of the rib protector would pinch my yeah. love handles and my lower gut. And mm. I'd be like, ah, I couldn't even get in a full stance. Yeah. It's all because of a cigarette smoking father, Ronnie Cop, who oh hit God. me in the ribs. You know? That guy? That guy. Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah. Goes by Ron now. <laughs> he goes. He goes. He's, he's uh, Ronnie D. Ronnie D. Ronnie D. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think that's. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I don't know. It's a lot of farts, and then we talked about Mindy Kaling and Ronnie Cop. I love your basketball story. <laughs> I love that. I you should. You should be proud of that story. I'm not. You should get that animated. I, it shouldn't. Like, I just remember the look on my coach's face. <laughs> what was and it? I, it was just pure disappointment. Like, <laughs> she regretted her decision instantly. <laughs> but you made the shot. <laughs> I just love that uh, the confidence, because that story is such an example of what life is, mm-hmm. where like life giveth and taketh for sure so quickly. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you give this, you get this opportunity, and you're like, I'm gonna make the most of it. Yeah. I'm gonna score from half court, <laughs> and then you shoot it, and you're like, maybe there's a part of you that's like, maybe I shouldn't have shot that. <laughs> but then it goes in, yeah. and then you're like, ah! <laughs> and then everyone that why is likes, everybody not happy? <laughs> you know, why is, why is I was other, getting heckled by the other school? Yeah, so why hard. is the other team cheering, <laughs> and so you got hard. heckled by the other school? So hard. What were they saying? I don't. I blocked it out of my memory. Oh, you know that. what? That builds character, though. You are now forever a little bit stronger because that happened. Even though I am not a little bit stronger for being knocked, no, knocked silly at the fifty You're yard line. You're a little dumber. I'm a little dumber. Yeah. I don't know how to say Hermes <laughs> because of it all. I've, I've been knocked down a peg. Yeah. But I think it's a good character building uh, piece for you there. Sure. Sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's the show for this week. Before we go. Uh, I am super close to getting to 100,000 subscribers. Please subscribe. I should have said that in the beginning. What's the percentage of people that are watching at this point? Uh, 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> go subscribe on YouTube. Go check me out on tours, oldtancomedy.com. And yeah, that's it. Cheers, everybody. Au revoir. Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.